0: Section 13 of Historical Sketches of the Catholic Church in Oregon during the Past Forty Years by Francis Norbert Blanchet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chronological Notes 1847. Reverend P. McCormick takes charge, Oregon City, September 6th, and Reverend B. DeLorme of St. Louis, French Prairie, on November 3rd. The news of Dr. Whitman's murder reaches Oregon City on December 8th and is communicated to the legislature the following day. 1848. The Bishop of Walla Walla arrives at St. Paul on January 15th. Mission of Rev. V. E. Delavo to Fort Vancouver, February 1st. The Archbishop confirms 23 persons at Oregon City, February 13th the three bishops availing themselves of the chance of their reunion at st paul with a large number of clergymen hold the first provincial council of oregon city in that church in february twenty eighth twenty ninth and march first in which regulations for discipline and sixteen decrees were made which received later the approbation of the holy see on march twelfth bishop de leaves fort vancouver with the spring express for walla walla colville and the rocky mountains en route for canada and europe in order to raise funds and look for missionaries for his diocese on may fourth eighteen fifty two he was at oregon city en route for victoria while the archbishop was assisting at the first plenary council at baltimore rev j f geol is sent to cowlitz for the nisqually mission march nineteenth the bishop of walla walla celebrates pontifically at st paul on easter sunday april twenty third mission of rev f vere to the sound may eighth bishop of walla walla leaves vancouver june fourth for his mission of umatilla arrived at the dalles being forbidden by the superintendent indian affairs to go further he establishes the dalles mission of st peter on august twenty third admission of the fathers o m i by the archbishop in the district of Nisqually to attend the indians of the sound they established their mother house a mile from olympia and from thence visited the indians of the bay on september twelfth four sisters of notre dame arrive at oregon city for a residence they occupy the presbytery and open their school on the fifteenth rev j leonet and father lamfrey o m i arrive over the plains in october the archbishop leaves st paul for his residence at oregon city on december twenty first he passes a month at mr mckinley's and rents a house from mr pomeroy for the rest of the winter Rev. J. Lyonnais is sent, December 28th, to establish a mission at Astoria. Instead of that, he establishes it on the other side of the Columbia, on a land which he cultivates. The admission of the Oblate Fathers in the district of Nisqually, August twenty-third, 1848, having for object the care of the Indians on the Sound, Rev. Father Veyray was recalled from the Bay and put in charge of St. Paul's in the beginning of September, same year eighteen forty nine rev a langlois leaves oregon for california in january general lane first governor of the territory arrives at oregon city on march ninth same day father Lamfree is sent to victoria during the absence of bishop de a large brigade composed of families of st paul st louis and vancouver Starts on May 19th with Reverend B. DeLorme for the California mines, discovered in 1848. Arrived on the spot, a burning fever decimates them. Forty are carried away by the epidemic, viz. twenty heads of families, thirteen single men and boys, four women and some children. Father DeLorme, exhausted with fatigue, is also seized by the fever and barely escapes the danger. St. Joseph College, St. Paul, is closed in June, in consequence of the California mines. On Saturday, June 9th, the Sisters of Notre Dame, of Oregon City, enter their new large house, built on a block given them by Dr. McLaughlin. On the following day, the Archbishop blesses it, and celebrates the first Mass in its chapel. Deacon G. Leclerc is raised to the priesthood on October 21st. Rev. B. Delorme returns from California by sea and arrives december twenty sixth A picket of soldiers under the command of Colonel Bacintos passes the winter at Oregon City. Mrs. Bacintos becomes a convert to the faith and is baptized with all her children by the Archbishop. eighteen fifty The murder of Dr. Whitman and others had brought war against the Cayuse tribe. It lasted two years, 1848 and 1849, without catching one of the murderers. And while it caused the fall of the Presbyterian missions, it had the effect of increasing those of the Catholics by the establishment of St. Peter's at the Dalles and converting five supposed cayuse murderers from Presbyterianism to Catholicism for the civil authorities absolutely requiring the extradition of the murderers the cayuse chiefs found at last five men who consented to go down not as guilty but to have a talk with the whites and explain all about the murderers ten in number who were no more and who had been killed by the whites the cayuses and all were dead sent by the chiefs on this message they expected to return home they were delivered to governor lane early in the spring brought down to oregon city and kept as prisoners their trial took place notwithstanding the prisoners were pre-doomed to death says the river of the west therefore it was a sham trial which deceived no one and they were sentenced may twenty seventh to be hung The execution took place on June third at 2 p.m. before an immense crowd. On hearing their sentence their thoughts were to save their souls and call for the priest. The archbishop went to see them without delay and continued to go twice a day to teach them and prepare them for baptism and death. The minister Spalding went early to see them but they refused to hear him and pray with him such were the fruits of the eleven years of the doctor's teaching they call the priest had the priest counselled them to murder the doctor it would have been to assail them with reproaches on the eve of their death the old chief kilokite and his four companions made a declaration in duplicate before henry h crawford sergeant Company d r m r and Robert D. Mahon, Corporal Company A. R.M.R., declaring the first, that he was opposed, his two sons took part and were killed, the second, that he was absent and came the day after, the third, that he saw the dead, did not participate, and was sorry, the fourth and fifth, that they are innocent and die for nothing, all declaring the priests never counseled the crime. See catholic sentinel april twentieth and twenty seventh eighteen seventy two for full account on the forenoon of june third new questions were made to the same effect on that day they heard a low mass after which they received the sacraments of baptism and confirmation at two p m the archbishop assisted by the rev f vere now a jesuit accompanied them to the scaffold where the prayers for the dying were recited touching words of encouragement were addressed to them on the moment of being swung into the air onward onward to heaven children into thy hands o lord jesus i commend my spirit there is a shameful omission to be found in the river of the west as to how they died presbyterians infidels or catholics a shameful and false charge is found there also against the youngest of the five of having been cruel to joseph meek's little girl at the time of the massacre which is as true as the ridiculous story made by the marshal himself saying one of them on the scaffold begged me to kill him with my knife a calumnious falsehood the truth is that the old chief Kilokite, proudly refused to let his hands be tied but upon the archbishop showing him the crucifix he became resigned and kept silence that is one of the many inaccuracies to be found in the river of the west the following fact so honorable to the citizens of oregon city and all who joined with them should not be omitted that on hearing of the innocence of the five cayuse prisoners they began to circulate a petition to get them a respite their sympathies increased much more on learning their declaration but the governor being absent there was no one to sign it rev t mesplier was ordained a priest on may twenty fifth in answer to the request of the bishops assembled in council at st paul's in eighteen forty eight there arrived from rome on september twenty ninth briefs bearing the date of may thirty first to the effect of creating the district of Nisqually into a diocese and transferring the bishop of walla walla to that see and suppressing the diocese of walla walla and passing its administration and those of the districts of colville and fort hall to the archbishop in consequence of which the bishop of Nisqually leaves the dalles Visits St. Francis Xavier Mission of Cowlitz, and on October 27th fixes his residence at Fort Vancouver. Having thus brought our history of the Catholic Church in Oregon down to the present establishment of the three seas of Oregon City, Nisqually, and Vancouver Island, we close our sketches. End of section 13. End of historical sketches of the Catholic Church in Oregon during the past 40 years by Francis Norbert Blanchet. Read by Carol Pelster.